Let us pray. Oh, holy God, as we enter into this season of preparing for the birth of Christ, we ask you to be with us. We pray that we may not ignore the longing of our hearts or the hope that we seek to have for a better world, a better life, a more hopeful situation for those we love. Grant your hope. Remember your servants. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. This may be the time of year when clergy and church members are most at odds. Advent. Yes, Advent. Those four Sundays before Christmas when Christmas carols are sung everywhere except in church. And it is maddening. It is maddening for you because it's the Christmas season and you love to sing Christmas songs and we are depriving you of the joy of singing your most favorite hymns and carols. And it is maddening for clergy committed to all of our spiritual growth and determined to celebrate the season of Advent. New life takes time. The birth of a child requires waiting and growing and changing. It just takes some time. We have to wait. Now, I want to stop and say something about this story of Hannah. Many women have been in Hannah's shoes. Seeking to bear a child around the Christmas time is incredibly painful if you cannot. It can be incredibly painful for a mother, for a father. I know. My second advent, trying and not to be able to have a baby, was excruciating. I walked past a window of baby clothes and felt so sad. I remember sitting in doctor's offices with books filled with photos of babies and their happy mothers and fathers, and I fought back tears. Christmas tends to be all about the baby, a baby born of a virgin. Mary wasn't married. She didn't even have to try to be a mother, and yet she is. I want to honor that longing. While Hannah's story lifts up that longing of one woman and one family, Advent, this story of Hannah is about so much more. For in the context of the story of Israel, Hannah is the nation of Israel, yearning and longing for leadership. They are in crisis, waiting, 
for a strong leader, a good and strong and just leader for their nation, who will be fair to the poor and feed the hungry and establish peace, not through military victory, but by love. Advent is a time of profound longing. And we, your clergy, your choir, get why people want to skip it and go straight to the manger. It's hard. And maybe the choir wants to sing those Christmas carols. Yes. And you are ready to mutiny as well. But you get the Christmas concert on the 10th. And we will join you there. But what if we did stop for a moment and just sit and honor the deep longing in our lives? The longing for love, for healing, for a relief from suffering. A longing to be able to forgive someone or to be forgiven? A longing of waiting for an answer? A longing for the life of someone we love to be better? For someone to get their act together? Maybe you are part of a corporate yearning for the healing of our nation. Maybe you are just waiting for an answer to some lingering problem how will we how will you and we respond to these deep longings will we get angry there's an awfully lot of anger that goes around in the air everyone seems to be angry we could ignore our longing but then we know that when we ignore it it's still there And it becomes that poison inside of us. We could just give up. Nothing I could do. Or we can wait for new life to come. Even though we don't know how. And we don't know when. And it takes all of our courage not to say if. Instead of when. Hannah is an example of one who had deep longing and waited with persistence and hope for new life to come. Now, Hannah may have gotten angry. She seems like a passionate woman. May she have gotten angry at her husband and her husband's other wife who abused her and tormented her? She may have. We know she didn't just ignore her pain. And she didn't give up. She stayed with it and took her pain to God. Now we have heard much about the inadequacy of thoughts and prayers and how nobody wants to hear that phrase, thoughts and prayers, that it's just not enough. Well, prayer works on the hearts of those who pray. This is why prayer is so effective. When we pray, the prayer works on us, 
on the prayer. We had better pray that everyone is out there praying. Because when we pray, God speaks back. Prayer is not just about pouring out our souls, but it is about listening for what God says to us. And sometimes, often, when we are praying, God says, get up and get to work. Hannah defends herself. She is not crazy and she is not drunk. She speaks her truth. The one who was abused and taunted and accused of being drunk stands her ground and she sings for joy and gratitude to God when she embraces God's fulfillment of her prayer she sings for joy that God acts on behalf of the tormented and the abused and poor and hungry and childless her song again is not just about the song for her but a song that gives us and every future generation hope in the power of God, a God who hears those who long for new life. Good friends of mine long to have a child. And over many, many years, they tried everything, but nothing worked. Eventually, even adoption was off the table. And the years went by. And I recently visited them over the summer, and we were sitting having lunch together. And as we were having lunch together in this very short time that I was going to be there, and we were trying to have a conversation and catch up on a lot of things that had happened in our lives, these two little boys kept coming up and interrupting our lunch. It's not that they would say very much, it's just they would grab a plate supposed to be mine and then grab the food supposed to be mine and ask for a drink of water which wasn't supposed to be mine and and they just kept interrupting and I looked at my friend and I said what's Nano? these two boys lived right across the street and they could be found at either of two houses my friend who so longed for a baby was the caregiver for one of those boys for the first six months of his life as his mom went back to work. And now they were as comfortable on my friend's back porch or walking through the back door, grabbing an apple, juice box from the fridge as they were at being in their own house. And I looked at my friend and I said, you have kids. And she just nodded. Again, Hannah's prayer is not just about one woman or one family, but
but a symbol of hope for the nation, a hope born of honesty and pain and prayer, a hope that comes in the form of Samuel. Notice Hannah makes all of these decisions on her own. She doesn't consult Akana as she decides that she will give this baby to the temple that he may become a priest. In strong courage, she makes her decisions. She brings the baby once he is two or three or four and weaned. And he becomes a priest of the Lord, and then he becomes the prophet who anoints King David, who does become a bringer of peace, not without the victory of war, but he brings some peace and some stability to the people. And we as people of God have grabbed onto this hope and waited for the son of David, the one who is to come from the house of David. We have waited for the Messiah who will bring peace to all the earth, God's anointed Christ who comes in Jesus. But right now we wait. And we wait with the longing and maybe with the pain. And we wait with courage and we wait with the hope and persistence and truth of Hannah. We can get angry and join the anger that's out there. We can give up or skip the waiting. Settle for less? Or we can pour out that longing to God. Let God know all that is in our hearts, all that for which we are aching and yearning, and we can wait and hear what God will say, what love will say. And when we hear it, even if it's not exactly what we want to hear, will we persist when it's hard? Will we persist when people think we are crazy or drunk? Will we hang on to the one who waits with us, who longs right along beside us for truth and peace and justice, for the God who prays that we will do the right thing, the God who yearns to be with us so much, so much, that love and justice and truth and joy burst into our world in that baby in the manger. Hannah knows longing is painful. Waiting is hard. Praying is powerful. And new life comes. Not in our timeline, not on our terms, but with a powerful joy that can turn the world upside down. This Advent, God says to us, please 
sit beside me and wait. Wait with me. Wait. Wait for me. I will wait with you, and together we will hope. Amen.